Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Mina. And you are tuned into a new episode of Just, Just Let, Let It Glow. Glow. I tried to say it the same time as yes, you. Yes, know. you swear we twins. <laughs> I was trying to change it. I, I got mad. <laughs> You're going to try to hurry up and say it. I got mad. I, like, I was riding on your Just Let It Glow, bitch. Like, we are not twins. This, yes, yes, we are. I held your hand for that. We were saying it the same time. Glow. <laughs> Like, bitch, if you wanted to introduce it, that's what you should have just did. No, I did not. I wanted to say it at the same time. You should have came here. Be cute with it, you know. (laughs) You told so (laughs) glove. Like, how you know I was going to sing this week? (laughs) How's your week been? I'm really good, to be honest. I really can't complain. I have, um, you know, just been doing a lot of cleaning up. Because the weather's changing. And then I, mm-hmm. it's like when the weather changes, I guess spring cleaning. Right. So I notice everything in my house that needs to be dusted or, you know, I just want to, like, change my whole bedroom. Like, I want to change the aesthetic in my entire house. <laughs> so I've yeah, been, like, the same time. just, like, changing random shit. Like, I go in my kitchen. I just, like, redid my wall. Like, put all this um, pill and stick wallpaper up. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to re- you know, replace this other pill and stick and... Um, just changing stuff around in my kitchen and um, my, you know, my bedroom, stuff like that. On your so, HGTV shit. Yeah, I'm, but on um, a pookie budget. <laughs> <laughs> so a bitch has been Champagne doing. Champagne <laughs> taste on beer budget. I'm on YouTube time, okay? Yes. I be looking at the, all the, oh, okay, I could go to Dollar DIY. Tree. Oh, you could do that. I can spray this and get that. Yeah, I'm on that too. What about yeah. you? What are you uh, doing? How was your week? Um, it's been good. I really haven't done a lot. I've been smoking all week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've been like, now you didn't smoke on four and twenty, but now you're smoking. Yeah, like this week, I don't know. I just was like, um, like, oh, I'm in a good mood. I want to smoke. That's such a good thing, though. I love like, that I'm like in a I'm good, in a good mood. mood. Like, mm. I've been in a good mood. I've been in a good vibe. Like, right. I've just been trying to chill and relax. Um, I'm trying to get more into my creative spirit, get back into, like, the mode I was in before before I right. got, like, stagnant a little bit. I but. wish people could see how you just said creative spirit. Like, she, like, <laughs> moved feel, her, like, moving like a snake. They can feel the vibe. That's <laughs> a vibe. But, um, Very much so. Yeah, I haven't really accomplished much of anything this week. Um, well, but getting cool. your spirit together is a big accomplishment. Yeah. That's one of the biggest accomplishments I feel like you can have. It's like putting a battery, a new battery in yeah, your Yeah, I feel like, like I really just had like, good energy this week, like really good energy. And you want to take it to the next level with the weed. So it's like I already am in a good mood. Yeah. Why not smoke? They right. kind of like they kind of feeling. That's kind of, I'm like, oh, I want to watch something good. Let me smoke. <laughs> or I'd be like, I've been trying to eat healthy. Right. So, like, I smoke, and then I eat my Cornier salad, <laughs> and I fuck that salad fuck, up. I was about to say, that shit's like, probably the best salad. This kale salad good shit. <laughs> well, at least you grabbing that and not some fucking Twinkies right, and no, fucking Right, no, I like making that shit. shit. I'm, like, purposely doing it so I can right. fuck that salad up and be full. And be, right. You Have know, you worked out uh, high yet? No, I'm too clumsy. You think that I'm telling you? No, I'm too clumsy. You can do it. I mean, don't do too. What do you be doing in the gym? I be on the elliptical. Then I do like some type of like core stuff. Sometimes I be on the Smith machine. Like it's just too much. It's too much to be playing around. Oh with. my god! I don't know. It's something and about smoking you know, I'm clumsy and working as fuck. out. So am I, but it just Horrible. takes you. 
it takes you on a good level. I'm cool. Like, and you just don't even realize you're working out, and then it's like the time kind of flies by. Maybe if I did, like, if we ever had a chance to go back to hot um, Pilates. Oh, I miss hot Pilates. Shout out to Marie. Yes, we miss her. Oh, my gosh, for all of y'all. Um, so we that are into working out, we used to go to um, yoga. It was considered hot yoga, mm-hmm. um, but it really was hot pyro Pilates. I think that was the yeah, the name when you searched it. So basically, we would work out in like a studio room. Um, they would have heaters on the like hundred. Oh, my God. You would have, like, the thermometer in the corner, and you can see, like, the room would be at, like, over 100 degrees. And it's basically you doing HIT, um, which is high-intensity interval training. Mm -hmm. I think that's what HIT of the acronym is. Um, So, you know, like, you're doing, like, you know, five minutes really fast stuff, and then, like, you know, take a minute off. And and do strength. Right. Um, And doing that in hell, because that's basically what it was, was the most horrible but fucking perfect way to work out Yeah, I loved it. It's like you walk out like sweating and drained but you just know you worked out like a motherfucker you like shed you become like a new person you walk and like you, you don't even want to eat bad like no. after oh, that hell I just wanted no. water you won't even look at no french fries like when no, you think about all that effort water, <laughs> a shower in my bed oh and the best thing about it is that they had it where you could pay like you kind of made donations I think they changed since COVID and, and whatnot. it's like maybe yeah, $10 a session it's, or something it's, um, virtual now uh, well, right. But um, when we went, it was really fun. So just shout out to them. You guys should look into that. If yeah, it, you know, I love it. Fun. If y'all have a hot yoga studio near you, you should try it. I think everybody Definitely. should experience it once. Definitely. But um, we had some topics to get into. Yeah. So, like, last week, if you listen, you realize we kind of just had a chill vibe. We didn't want to get into nothing too deep. We just wanted, like, last week was just a lot going on, and me and Natasha needed, like, fun. Yes, Lord. It was, like, Um, PTSD. Like, a lot of stuff has irritated us this, like, (laughs) last week. So um, if you heard about Micaiah Bryant. Yeah. She was a 16-year-old. Rest in peace. Yeah, may she rest in peace. She was a 16-year-old girl that was murdered by a police officer in Ohio. She um, she was seen with a knife walking towards what they thought was a, another young girl, but she was actually a 28-year-old that was trying to fight her. Right. And the cops didn't do anything to escalate. They just got off the car, saw her with what I think it, some people said it's a like a butcher knife. Some people said it was a small knife. Um. Yeah. I think I couldn't really tell. I didn't watch the video. So oh, I'm not sure if it was. She didn't walk towards her either. No, she didn't? No. Yeah. When well, you look at the body cam footage, um, she actually, the cop gets out. Um, so there's the Micaiah's dad. I believe that's what they said he was. And he he's. A girl, like, is flipped. Like, she's, like, tussling with him, and she kind of rolls on the ground. And he's, like, yelling. The cop is yelling, like, stop, stop. And then and you see, like, the dad, like, going to, like, like hit this girl on the ground. And then you see Micaiah. She comes out, and there's this a girl in front of her. She got the girl in the car, and she puts her hand back like this. And like, he she tells, reaches her hand back behind her. Like, like she about to stab Like she girl. about to swing? No, stab. This was uh, the, it was well this you was the, bitch you doing gestures oh, I'm sorry. they can't see you I know. <laughs> so I'm trying to describe right, what I'm you doing. 
I'm like, no, like this. Right, yeah, like right okay. here. I'm like, bitch, explain it. <laughs> but basically, she um, pulled her right hand back and um, with the knife in it. And it looked like she was attempting to stab this young lady. And um, the cop just kind of opened fire. So, but the, the cop never said, stop, put your weapon down. Well, nothing. he did in general when he ran out. It was, a, it, like I said, it was like two different things going on. It was a, it was it commotion. And he just seen her doing this. So to me, I'll say this. I'm very much pro-black and, you know, I'm all for our calls and everything like that. However, um, you know, in this circumstance, it's such extenuating things around it that I feel like, hmm, should he have, you know, shot her up? I believe he hit her like four times. In my opinion, no. But then, you know, let the cops tell it. They're, that's what they do. They they are Well, that's the problem. To, they're trained to, to kill. They're trained to right. be military. They're trained to kill. And that's not how, you shouldn't be in a community. You can't be in a community if you're trained to kill. And what I got annoyed with was people trying to just, oh, if it was my daughter, first of all, that bitch was grown as fuck. She was a third, damn near fucking 30 trying to fight this girl. And um, then she was 28. But no, no, my issue isn't that. It's not even about the age. Because honestly, I don't care if the, if there was a 16-year-old that was... But I felt like the, people were justifying it as her being another teenage girl when it was not a teenage girl. It's definitely not. The age has nothing to do with it to me. I feel like it... At the core of it, she was attempting, from what I see with my own eyes, if I'm going to justify things that they do in a negative, I can also say things to see when we're wrong. But I'll say and this. if I, she literally has a knife in her hand like this, attempting to stab. So should she had stabbed the girl and then the cop shot but her? But why do you need to shoot her? You could have just grabbed it. And it's considered a deadly weapon. But here's the thing. Like, let's be on some real shit. How many fights you seen with a bitch with a knife? I mean, that's, that goes without saying. How many times you seen that. a bitch with a razor? I was going to say more than that. I've seen more and than that. were cops around? Um, No. To be honest, no. When I did, cops were around. Cops pick people up. They stop people before anything can happen. I was in school once and a bitch brought a knife. And they confiscated the fucking knife. And she like, was about to swing it. Like she's literally midair. But See, that's at what the I'm same saying. Time, why that, are you shooting? But like, I just, I just feel like when it like comes to uh, deadly time. force, it's supposed to be equal to it's to not. combat it. So if she is attempting to swing this knife to harm somebody and possibly that person could have been the victim and then she wasn't with her them the victim the other girl's family be saying well why didn't the cops do something to her to prevent this this girl from getting killed you get what i'm saying and and they had the they had the weapons out to do it and i guess and honestly from what it seemed to me the assumption was which was a bad one is that them yelling through all this chaos him yelling they were they were paying attention to me she was just into what the fuck she was doing and she wasn't really it, it's, i feel like he took it as she was ignoring him where i think that maybe so he she was angry i know she no she, he didn't know he didn't seem angry at all deandre i'm not saying somebody, so i feel like you shoot. tried to change his narrative and it's not that no but i don't agree so I, don't, I feel like that's fine but you i don't yeah. feel like he has to be um 
you know, vilified because I don't see it being something that was, you know, it's not, you know, what happened to Dante. That's not, it's not the same level of shit. Like, this was way different. Like, this girl, just like the little boy that got killed, God forgive me, you know, with the gun, why are you shooting guns at, what, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning at people's houses? It wasn't right for the cop to come up and shoot him, but he had a fucking gun in his hand, too. Like, I don't, it's like, to me, people are selective. I'm gonna just say this. If it's me and me and a bitch is fighting and this bitch got a fucking knife up in, in her you hand. You better back up, to, bitch. No, I'm gonna need you. If a cop is standing the fuck there, you better do something about this bitch. I don't taste. I don't get honestly. But DeAndre, that's the thing. I would be lying to say I cared about other than shooting her. But I can't times. say I would care. I'm being. Let me be real. I feel like everybody's saying it on a pro black side, but they're not looking at. It. If it was you, or I'm not saying you personally, but I'm saying most people. You want somebody, you want the cops, get this bitch the fuck away from me. Period, point blank. Whatever you got to do, if you see her and I, and I don't have no shit in my hand, get her. That's what the fuck y'all was called for. And they said that what's so crazy, and that's the other narrative. We talking about narratives that people spinning. What I don't like is that people acted like she's the one that called the cops when it was not her that called the cops on her. She didn't call the cops to make things diffuse. Somebody else did. She did not call the cops. So it's like people have been trying to... Make I, honestly, I feel like it's like trying to continue to keep this separation of police and black people. Oh, look, another police brutality. Oh, every little thing is police, police, police. Like I'm tired of hearing about this fucking division. All right, yeah, we can be wrong. They do a lot of fucked up shit. It don't take away that one little incident has nothing to do with what the fuck they did too. And I don't know why people can't accept to say, okay, yeah, this incident was wrong, but we're not okay. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, he did that. That was fucked up. I wish that situation would go like that. But all these others, it doesn't negate every other situation and I feel like most people look at it like it does negate that and but it's not I guess from my perspective I feel like them fucking white boys had fucking armed machine guns and shit killed the fucking school full of people and get fucking Burger King oh, and yeah. walk so the fact that a girl got a knife and you can't sustain that and you can't control the narrative like I said it's motherfuckers that work like in them uh them group homes and shit where they have to de-escalate no matter what. Like, I was at fucking work, and a motherfucker tried to fight me. If I would have did something, I would be in trouble. <laughs> like, I would be in fucking trouble. I would we be fucking fired. But still, like, that was a situation where I would have been attacked by a client. And even though I would have been defending myself, I still would have been in trouble because there are ways to de-escalate. Right. So, <clears throat> for me, it's like, cops are not being punished for doing the things that they do, there was ways to de-escalate. Motherfuckers be in fucking group homes when girls got razors, knives, and all type of shit, and they only have, what, like a high school diploma and have to fucking de-escalate and stop it. But a fucking cop that is supposed to be trained to de-escalate issues, but they're supposedly trained to fucking kill, that's a problem. You can't be in a... Like, at that point, you're in the army. You're not a cop. A cop is supposed to, you know, make the community safe. Solve issues, de-escalate the problem. You came out guns fucking blazing. Well, is and the issue that said, he did that, or they, is the issue that they don't de-escalate in they the don't same manner for every? It's for a couple a, of issues. He fucking killed her in cold blood for four gunshots. Like, why do you need four gunshots? Do you think after the first shot that she would still been stabbing? No, I, exactly. I definitely don't so agree you, with you hit that four amount. gunshots. That's one. Then two, you didn't really do anything to stop it. You stayed back because you were scared because you were pussy. 
And then three, like, you standing around looking stupid. Then he said something like Blue Lives Matter or some bullshit like that. Then you I don't get punished. Name. You don't get punished. You got black people going against each other trying to justify why the fuck you did it and you shouldn't have did that shit in the fucking first place. And you should be in jail because you killed her when there were ways and there were steps to take. If a bitch that's a social worker got to take these fucking steps, then your ass with a fucking gun and a taser and authority should be able to de-escalate. There is no way that you shouldn't have. And then two, the so the thing is, I worked in child welfare. The fucking system fucks these kids up. You have a fucking 28-year-old former foster child because y'all be having these bitches that are serial foster moms, have these kids in the house and have people talking to them fucking crazy, treating them like shit, and be ready to fight these little kids that have real fucking issues. Well, that like, was they one of the things that came so up, much though, about the mom, um, about the foster mom. Um, apparently, there has been numerous calls about issues at their home. And I think Micaiah, um, don't quote me on this, but I'm almost positive it was her, um, had made um, a claim months ago or maybe when she was younger to say, I can't be here. Like, somebody was saying, like, you know, it, like, it's really, like, a lot of toxicity going on with, I guess, her biological children, her foster children. And it was a lot of, it was always fights and extra, all that little shit that happened. Yeah. That was, like, normal behavior at that house to begin with. Exactly. And then come <clears throat> to find out that the the people she weren't were not little-ass girls. No. They were grown. But it's things women. that's been going on for a while that she was aware of. That exactly. the foster mom was aware of and so wasn't doing anything about. So that's what I'm saying. She was felt by every system around. Yeah. She shouldn't and have I, got killed. She shouldn't have been killed. I, and I'm I not really ever gonna justify that. Because the system in <clears throat> itself, the the foster um, the child welfare system, the police system, all that shit is around the same government officials and it felt that fucking girl. Yeah, because you had her in a space where she was no longer safe. She's when you, whenever you move a child out of their home, they're fucking traumatized. They're angry, and then for you to fucking kill them, and yeah. what she might think is like, I'm defending myself because this is a grown ass fucking. But woman. did he know that? No, but that's the problem. <laughs> he don't like, know. But I as mean, a cop, he should have tried to figure some shit but see, out. I feel he like see, that's given again. You know, I've seen worse fights. I, I, I've seen I worse understand that, shit. but then I've also seen you know situations where I feel like you know I don't give the cops like the cops to me. I, well, I'm not. That's something we'll talk about another time. But there has di been different situations where a cop can literally have, you know, risked my own personal life by fucking up by saying some shit that they didn't need to when they should have de escalated and they kind of put me in harm's way, like by saying certain shit because they're just. I mean, what the fuck do you need to be a cop nowadays? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, you but don't I need feel like shit. people give them too much. Oh well, you should and you shouldn't. To me, they're just regular fucking people that's thrown in this fucking. Um, you know, career field or, or chooses to be put in this career field for probably the wrong reasons, half of them. And I'm supposed to expect that they give a fuck about trying to de-escalate, trying to, you But know, you're wrong. That's a 15, 16-year-old kid. Yeah, she don't but I don't that think shit. that they... I mean, again, we got to look at just in general, they don't look at us. We're, we're never... Our children don't are be looked at. We're not looked at as children. 
Like, what the fuck was Dylan Roof or whatever could kill the whole fucking but church full of people and they get taken for Burger issue. King? That's the deeper, deeper yeah, issue. Yeah, no, I agree. That that's a deeper issue. specifically aren't looked at as children. No. Well, because just by and even, boys too. But even just by describing her as a young woman instead of a girl, mm-hmm. when a white girl goes missing or something, they'll be like, 16-year-old girl, Ashley... Um, Walker Scheisser or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> <laughs> Not Walker Scheisser. <laughs> <laughs> but then with her, 16-year-old young woman, it's it's all strategic. Oh, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm not justifying none of this shit. I don't give a fuck what happened. Because there's too many incidences. There's too many, oh, I thought this. Oh, I thought that. Oh, I thought this. This is what I thought. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. If everybody else around you, if teachers have to fucking de-escalate fucking fights like that, if NTAs, fucking direct service, social workers, and everything the fuck else have to de-escalate, there's no reason why a police officer can't. And we could probably hear from many people that worked in these type of fields that say how they de-escalated a situation that was actually a lot worse. I've seen a lot worse. All right. And I I agree, and I also do believe, too, um, the adults should also have been de-escalating because I didn't really understand why that grown man was out there fighting. Um, You know, I guess we'll never know. I've seen, you know, a live video that her sister did or something, and she was saying how um, Makai was being tormented for days about, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, from these women, I guess, that she wound up fighting. And... um, I don't know. I just feel like all the way around, it, you know, de-escalation should have happened. It, everybody felt Everybody that around there felt Everybody that. is at fault that that shit happened. But fuck that cop, so he's at the yeah, most everybody, fault for me, so period. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's unfortunate that it happened. Um, and stop calling the fucking cops. Fix your fucking problems. Yeah. Call the cops when it's fucking necessary. Grab your fucking kid and fucking move around and deal with fucking social services later. Because if they're in fucking harm's way, figure it the fuck out. Make the fucking social worker do their fucking job. And stop taking kids because motherfuckers not in great housing. Help them get fucking housing. But on to other things. (laughs) Go off. (laughs) Um, May she rest in peace. Yeah, may she rest in peace and... You know, speaking of resting in pieces, though, so DMX's funeral, how'd you think that went? It was what I expected. <laughs> Which, what does that mean? A hood nigga funeral. <laughs> it really, it was. Oh. It was a hood nigga funeral. Is is not what I is. I didn't expect Aretha Franklin's funeral. Is exactly what I thought about DMX: bikes, bitches, and kids, <laughs> and some prayers. Not bikes, bitches, and kids. Mm. Mm. All his kids. That's what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> Well, what about his daughter's little rap? That was it was so really cute. cute. It was super cute. She but, stayed on beat and everything. Yeah, that was really cute, but it was exactly, you know, what I expected. I didn't see that. I don't think thing. it was bad. I just thought it was a hood yeah. nigga's funeral. It felt like, you know. I felt like it was the way it should have been. It should have been. It yeah. was true to who he was. Mm-hmm. It was true to what he liked. You got bikes out there. You got, you know, prophets speaking. You got the... The um, upset friend running up on the stage. So what happened? Because I didn't hear, I didn't see the video. I just you seen the video like, about the the uh, the pastor saying he was disrespectful. You know how like at a hood at hood funerals, like somebody always feel like they get didn't get a chance to talk, right. and they gotta prove that they were such and such as best friend because some other nigga talked. 
Kind of got to jump on stage like, oh, no, that was my best friend. Right. He felt like because he wasn't on a program, he just had to say something because he didn't say it while DMX was alive. And they were, excuse me, it was a long service. It right. was long because I didn't watch the whole thing. I, like, caught clips here and there. It was long as shit. And mind you, it was day two. So oh, they did a memorial. They did a memorial the day before, and they had a homegoing service on Sunday. Okay. And the pastor was right. He was trying to finish. He was about to do the benediction, and the man jumped on stage. Mind you, this is this man's church, the pastor's church. There was no security? No. It, he was, like, in the family seating, oh, like, like, in VIP. that area. Yeah. And they were trying to get him down, like one of the other people around. They were wasn't trying to make it a big deal, but the pastor was right. Like, people have been here for a long time. This is a way of doing things, you know. Did he just cut him off when he was talking? The guy was just going off. Oh, like he shit. didn't have nothing written. He was just, you know, belligerent basically. Oh my god! So they he he was right. Like. It's, it's what you see at a hood nigga funeral. <laughs> nigga, get your ass off like, the stage. Like, get the fuck off the stage. He said, you disrespected. I just heard him say, you disrespected Miles. That's the only video and clip he, I saw. you know, he prayed for him, and he was like, you know, we pray that he's able to say and feel how he want to feel, and he get through this, because obviously he felt like he ain't get to say everything to Earl while he was alive, and blah, 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 blah. And, I mean, the funeral was exactly how I expect. DMX funeral to be. Well, how was Faith? I've seen people saying that Faith. I don't know. She sounded bad, but it just was like when you do those like taped or virtual performances, it's just not good. Oh, it was pre-taped, pre-recorded. Yeah, it was either pre-recorded or like virtual. It just wasn't the audio wasn't matching up, so it looked crazy. Uh, I know a lot of people just were saying she looked high and she always the comments looked like I read. That. She That's what I said. The bitch like is always high, and then um, she's just like real airy. She's an airy bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, like, um, she seemed like the type that you know she never not know. What, she don't really know what's going on, but she know what's going on. She just don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, like she's very very laid back. Her bitch. Yeah, very very laid back. I don't know why people be thinking these people so fucking classy. <laughs> Another well, I feel like that was. Biggie put her on that pedestal, but that's a whole nother combo. That's a hood bitch, X Red Man. <laughs> that's a whole nother combo. But um, we're gonna do a real quick um TV rundown things we watched this week. Yes. yes so yes. we're about to argue again. Oh God! <laughs> we didn't argue earlier. We just had a debate. We have. We're, we're gonna have another one of those. <laughs> so we both watched Mortal Kombat. Yes, we this did. past weekend. Me and Natasha both are fans of the first movie. Very much so. And the second. Yes, very much. And first the video is, game. First is my baby, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I grew up watching both and playing the video games, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. I like the new one. I thought it was cute. I thought it would lead up to, like, more. What did you like about it? I like the background story. I love that it kind of matched the game a little bit. It kind of made sense. It kind of gave an introduction of all the characters, I felt like it was a good first movie. Like, it could be on some, like, Avengers shit. Like, if they keep, you know, because they still had to collect the rest of the characters. Right. So I thought it was good. I thought it was a good backstory because the first one, it kind of was just like, these are these people walking on this boat. We don't know who these people are and we don't know why, but they about to fuck shit up with these demons. Right. Well, no, we did get a backstory in the first one. Like, I feel like... now I feel, I feel like we got Liu Kang's backstory. Um, well, even Kang. with this one, though, I feel like, well, with Sonya, what backstory did you really get about her? 
I mean, well, we understood why she became, how she became a fighter. Because remember when we started, she just had beef with Kano. But we didn't understand where the fuck that beef came from. No, I know. He killed her partner. Her first partner? In the first, in the beginning. In the but first... how did she get the thing? You need to join. She ain't have one. Right, but that wasn't in the first one. But That's it's in the game. <laughs> it's in the game, bitch. <laughs> they just, to me. How did she become a mutant in the game? And then, you know what? Who is the other guy? Who was the... Jax? No, no, not the black guy. We that... don't want to tell the whole thing. So. No, the Asian guy. I'm not trying to tell it. The Asian guy, that the main character. Right. Do you know who he becomes? Okay, let's just let, let's not exactly. even get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my thing is, it's not even about that. The character development of him, like you said about them just being on the boat. To me, they kind of threw him in. Then Jax picks him up, and then he's like, "Oh, you know, hop in. You're part of this." And then he's like, "Oh, okay. Let me go meet up with Sonya Blade." Like, well, who you does that? The whole part, bitch. Some no, weird shit. Happened. No, but ain't nobody gonna do that. That's what you know. That's what it was for me. It kind of jumped into it. And it I, seemed honestly, like a regular. It seemed like a video. I was watching a video game. I think it's video game shit. I like how we seen um, Scorpion develop. I really liked his character development. I love. I love how it all tied in. I wanted, but I feel like and Sub Zero. Yeah. I, I, now yeah, that was the best I part. I was surprised about that. Me too. That I was, was really the best part. Sub Zero, my nigga. Like, yeah, that was the best part of it. Them I really too. do want to see. I want to see the the rest. But yeah. um, we mm. also both watched this new TV show that's on Freeform, but you can also watch it on Hulu. It's called Cruel Summer. Yeah, it's really cute. Like if you watch Little Fires Everywhere or you like mysteries, right? It's cute. So it's about these two girls and it's a and how they changed over three summers. And one goes missing, and the scandal around that. But we we don't want to talk too much about it because no. we want y'all to watch it's it so too. So good, we really want y'all to watch it so it's we can so all good. talk about it when the season ends. Yes, and we can all have a chat and y'all tell us what y'all think about the show. But yes, go watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. And you know how I like I describe it. I consider it like Mean Girls. Yeah, like to me it's like it's the kind of like Mean mis- Girls. Yeah, it's kind of like Mean Girls. A serious Mean Girls with like a lot of deep layers in yeah. it, but the concept is still there about popularity and um, fitting in. And it's and... kind of, it's some kind of stuff about mental health, really, too. Yeah, well... And it's also, I was explaining this to my friend, it's kind of to see how a teenager changes over three summers. Right. And I was like, to be honest, it seems drastic, but I felt like when I was a teenager, I did the same thing. Yeah, I, I changed oh, like over. If you point out three summers consecutively, I was a different person. Sh- bitch, I'm like that now. Yeah, true. You <laughs> saw <laughs> a teenager, but I'm just thinking about like it's drastic when you're a che- teenager. Yeah, that's true. You're kind of, like the me, I was kind of like really childish, like little girlish. Mm-hmm. You know, very Disney Channel. And then like the next summer, I kind of like was figuring shit out. But then the next summer, I had my own money. A bitch was getting weaves. I was outside. I was cute. Right, <laughs> right. Bitch developed a little bit. Like, right. it was definitely different from the first summer. But yeah, Y'all definitely tune yes. in. Cruel, it's called Cruel Summer. Um, and if you don't have Hulu, um, or I don't know, it's Freeform. Freeform. Free? I'm assuming it's, it's on free. cable, so if you got cable, you can watch uh, Or just it. if you have a Fire Stick and you have the Cinema HD app, mm-hmm. there you go. Free <laughs> 99. <laughs> you just always got to go. I got to go left. I got to tell all of the tricks. Yes. <laughs> um, so we got two things we could talk about. Two topics. We talk about Steve Harvey or we talk about Yeah, let's talk about Steve. Let's get him out the way. 
So <laughs> Steve Harvey, um, a video of Steve Harvey going vi- went viral discussing whether or not if men and women can be friends and why he doesn't have female friends because he's married and he feels like it's, it might lead into temptation to sleep with said friend. Okay. Now, do you believe that men and women can be friends platonically? Um, on the from a male's perspective, no. Mm-hmm. I don't think men can have female friends. I think unless they're, um, you know, not attracted to men. Um, you mean not attracted to women? No, unless the females are not attracted to men. But even still, I feel like they still be feeling like they can fuck with the girl too. But. But because it wouldn't Niggas happen, weird. I feel like after a while you just kind of forced into a friend role. But you would, if you had the opportunity, you probably would. But again, it's yeah. still, again, exactly. So this is so weird because I feel like I've been, like I've known people that would be like, like said to other like lesbians, like you would fuck with me though. Like no, they all men have ego, like so they they like, want to toot their own ego. Y'all weird as shit. It's um, very very odd. What I'll say is. I saw other. I've seen other people have platonic relationships, and they both were heterosexual. Yeah, and it was successful. And they weren't married. Yes, I've seen it work for other people. It has not worked for me. What do you think made it work for them? I don't know. It might just be the person. Some every guy not a creep. Most I would are. say that not every guy is a creep. So sometimes you just get a needle in a haystack. Like I was gonna say, it's just like sometimes it's a fucking unicorn. Is you know it's an exception to the rule. But I don't really know. All right, so people that like, and I'm saying friend, friend, not like oh a friend from college that I, I never see ever every ten years. If I yeah no a friend fucking home, homecoming. Um, I feel like when I've tried. There has always been like a weird um, vibe happening later. Then I'm like, oh fuck, you like me, don't you? What you mean a weird vibe? Like just how they look at me, how they might say say stuff. a little something, throw and it's it in like there. something like, mm-hmm. and you know me, I'm like, once somebody's my friend, I think you're my friend, right? And I'm like talking regularly. I'm like very chill. Like I'm, yeah, I'm not, not getting all cute. For I'm you. not interested. Right. I have very like a very this bitch ain't. This bitch don't want to fuck with me, type vibe. Like, right? I'm not wearing my Spanx when we go out. Yeah, I'm like really like the homie. Like, I'm putting you on, bitches. You know, I'm right. that type. Right. Like, me I'm too. not really interested. Like, I make it very clear that I'm not interested. But I feel like I've been around people where they kind of tried to flirt with me, and it's like, oh, I know you ain't trying to jump out the fucking friend zone, bitch. Girl. Put your ass back, and now we can't even be friends because now I'm like I can't even get drunk around this nigga. Like, this is going to be something. But no, you know, not what, on even, my part. No, 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 I, I mean, don't from, friend niggas. I actually like. I, but you see how I started it off? I didn't say females. I specifically said yeah. for the man. Women, we know how to compartmentalize our. I think real women can. Mm, I feel like most women can, if you're, now I'll say this, if you're not happy and you're bored, women can settle and, pl- and play around with something that you probably wasn't looking at before only because it's there. But I honestly, I, I'm pretty sure if you found a nigga walking down the street that you thought was attractive, you will be trying to fuck with him. And this nigga right here, you'll be like, okay, like, yeah, that's I, my friend. But. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, all right, for me, I don't befriend men that I'm attracted to. That I would be like, oh, I I'm the to... total opposite. No, like, I'm like, I don't like being friends. Like, I'm not going to put no nigga I'm interested in in the friend zone. 
Like, well, he not in the friend zone. Y'all just cool. <laughs> I'm not trying to be cool with you. Uh, like, so you can I'm make a move a so you don't interact with him? Like, we can be cool and get to know each other, but I'm definitely putting out a vibe like I, like I want to see what's up. But I'm not, like, the type that be what like... What vibe does that look? You I do not give know. me that. Like, you I'm don't not, give me that. I'm not, like, if I meet somebody, mm-hmm. I'm not putting out, like... And they're single, I'm not putting out a vibe like, oh, yeah, I want to play fucking video games. Like, no. Well, everybody's love language is different. Yeah, that's my, my love language. Yeah. Like, now, see, if I'm really your friend, like, you're my friend friend, I'm probably not doing that with you, to be honest. Like... You playing video <laughs> games with your niggas? Oh, yeah. We play mm-hmm. video games. We playing cards. You like, love fucking cards. I love I playing Natasha games. Natasha loves fucking cards. I swear <laughs> to God. She Ooh, fucking no, every conversation. Rummy. I am up with her. She's like, oh, we was playing. We started playing cards. I'm like, damn. Yeah. The girls came off. <laughs> <laughs> the panties just slid off at the next round, girl. Like, bitch, Uno is her fucking love language. You trying to fuck? <laughs> Bring a deck of cards. Go get me some fucking cards. We be good to go, okay? Natasha Love and a meal. And a meal. I gotta Cars eat and crabs. <laughs> right. I gotta eat to see. No, I go eat the crabs when he there. Though. No, don't but smell like um, that. I don't. I don't think. I think it's sneaky. I think it's a sneaky bitch thing to try to act like you want to be friends with somebody. But is it? But no, it's, it's not an act though. Like no, it's like especially. I feel like <laughs> when someone gets in a relationship, you have to fall back. You have to fall back. Whether you're the female friend or the male friend, you have to play the role in which they keep you. So if we're friends and I got a nigga, you need to fall back right. until my nigga is comfortable with you being around. I know. All right. So let right. me talk about somebody females, that I know. I feel like you need to fall the fuck back. And if I pick up, and first of all, I ain't no stupid bitch, but I ain't, and I ain't insecure either. I know when a bitch trying to fuck with somebody. Right. Like, you can't fool a bitch <laughs> like me. Well, so I know somebody that um, she's in a predicament where there's a she has a male friend. He considers himself her friend. He's never flirted with her outright. They've been friends for like 10 years. She calls him her best friend. Um, she has a relationship. So does he. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think he's engaged. And he's messed with one of her friends before. But, you know, to me, I keep telling her he's just waiting to pounce because it seems like, you know, he's calling her about every little thing. They're going out together. Oh, you want to go here? And it's like date type shit to me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, you don't see that he's like, you're his side girlfriend that he's just not fucking. Like, I just think that it just, I just don't believe that men and women can really platonically, not, on a, not from a man's people. perspective. I just don't think it worked for me. Men can't do it. I'm sorry. And I feel like people that thought it was working, the nigga wind up saying that they had feelings. And it's just, yeah, exactly. also, I feel like I'm a person where people just be liking me. Like, even right. when I just be chilling and I'm, like, being my normal goofy ass self, people just fuck with the kid. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's always <laughs> weird. Like, oh, I'm starting to have feelings. And it's like... And first of all, even guys that I actually really do, like, when they start talking emotions, my fucking scared of commitment ass be like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I don't know. I think that men hold don't up. know how to be platonic friends with females. I think that yeah, they I put more energy more so. into people that they're attracted to. And that's why when, you know, when you talk to a, a guy tries to talk to you and he kind of falls back after a while and you're like, well, damn, we was having a good time. He just... He got to know you. He didn't really want to fuck with you no more. So it wasn't that he just changed. Bitch, he just don't want to fuck you no more. And he was trying and then he, he didn't get it or it didn't work out the way he wanted to. And he... He he moved on. Yeah, so. fuck that nigga. Though. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, so what's the next thing? We're going to get about? into the throwback. Okay. And um, this week we're going to briefly talk about that time that Miss Tina <laughs> Turner um, shot a Jackson. Randy Jackson. Okay. Well, I was going to let you reveal it, but you told them. So <laughs> well, I wasn't listen. even going to give them that, but you threw that out there. <laughs> um, so, okay. Apparently, in 1998, Tina Turner's former assistant, Eddie Hampton Armani, published his book, The Real Tea, My 22 Years with Tina Turner. And in it, he revealed that the rumor that Tina Turner shot Randy Jackson, yes, Michael Jackson's brother, Randy Jackson, um, at some point in the past. So, according to Eddie, the incident started over a woman named Bernadette Robbie. Bernadette was the ex-wife of NFL legend Lynn Swan and is the current wife of boxing legend Sugar Ray Leonard. At the time, however, Bernadette was the girlfriend of Randy Jackson and, according to Eddie, experiencing a lot of turmoil from their relationship. Apparently, Randy was very controlling of Bernadette and forcing her to do things she didn't want to do. Things Eddie claimed were too horrific and shocking to mention in his book. Mm, I wonder what that was. But according to Eddie, Bernadette started confiding in Tina, Tina Turner, and this drove Randy crazy with jealousy. One night while Bernadette was at Tina's house, Randy showed up acting crazy and demanded to see her. When Tina refused to let him in, Randy went into a rage and tossed a huge flower pot through the glass doors of Tina's house. Who does that? Oh, my God. So they say as Randy entered the house because he done threw the glass and now he's just walking in without permission, Tina sprang into action, grabbed the gun, and <laughs> fired it at him. Terrified, Randy ran for his life, and this is when, according to rumors, he got shot in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> shot me in the ass. Years will go by without Tina or Randy commenting on the incident, but then in 2011, Randy com finally confirmed via Twitter that the rumor was true, although the legendary Jackson member wouldn't say if the gunshot wound was in the ass or not. <laughs> Let me see your shaker tail feathers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she made that motherfucker jump from side she to said, side. You know what? I'm gonna make him dance. She said, you know what? He had I got up. these niggas thinking they could try me. Right. She, anybody can get it now. And I'm pretty sure this is after her Ike days. Exactly. Yes, way after Yeah, Ike she days. said, no, fuck that. You, I got damn. me fucked up. Nigga, you'll be six feet under first. And, okay. this, ain't, and this ain't even my beef. She said, uh, Catherine, come get him. <laughs> Catherine, Joe, the rest of y'all niggas, come get this nigga. So them Jacksons can be crazy. I don't know why Randy, to me, was the they quieter say, one. Well, they say Randy is the, the muscle of the family. It's Yes. I thought he was like the quiet, subtle Jackson. He the, uh, well, you know, he wasn't in the Jackson 5. Yeah, but I thought he was still the quiet one. Well, gangsters moving silence like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> but they I said that he's the muscle of the, um, well, I Besides mean, Joe. I don't really see none of them gangster, but so it, it doesn't take too hard to be the tough one. Maybe Janet, too. Jenny ain't doing shit. I don't know. <laughs> Jenny ain't swinging. Jenny just be know. trying it. But um, so really quick, we have a let it go, sis. A listener um listened to our salon experiences and wanted to <laughs> vent about hers. Oh, so God. I'm gonna read it really quick. I can't wait to hear this. So I had an appointment last week. I booked online, paid a sixty-one dollar no refundable deposit for appointment at nine a.m. Mind you, my appointment was for the next morning. 
She texted me that night and said the website was acting up and she had a doctor's appointment, asked me to come in at 7 p.m. or 9 a.m. the following day. It was a lot of back and forth, but I eventually agreed to 7 p.m. and my mom watched my sons for me. So I dropped them off in Derby with my mom, then drove 40 minutes to the address that was on the website, walked in, the people had an attitude. I asked for the bitch and they said she moved. Get the fuck out of here. To fucking Upper Derby. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Five minutes away from my mom's house. Oh, wow. I called her, and she said, oh, I thought I sent you the new address. And she'd been at the new location since fucking October. Wow. Then she had a nerve to say, it's okay if you're late. Wow. I get there at 740, and she was still doing some wins here. I was hot. That is fucked up. I would have had to, she had to give my money back. It was way too many circumstances with that. She said she was nice and very informative, but yeah, no, never again. Was the hairstyle worth it? Um, I think so. It was cute, but it's still like it ain't worth all it. It ain't worth that because one, I'm coming at seven o'clock and I got kids. I'm so, compromising in so and many then ways. I drove forty minutes from my original location, but you wasting gas. I'm wasting gas. And then my you time. gotta fuck it. And then it be the nerve. Oh, it's okay if you're late. When you knew you had another bitch sitting in a chair any motherfucking way. Disrespectful. So, bitch, you should have really gave me my deposit bag. Mm-hmm. But you know that wasn't going to happen. And that happened to my mom before. Like, she was texting her stylist and shit. Like, oh, I'm on my way, da-da-da-da. And the girl, she got there, and the girl wasn't at the salon. But the girl was at the salon two weeks before. That is so good. Uh... And she was like, oh, I moved. I didn't tell you. No, bitch, you didn't. That's so fucked up. You want me to book on your fucking website, but you didn't change the location on your website? Like, I'm following your rules. Right. And then you don't have the courtesy to send a message that say, hey, we, I'm at this location today. They need somebody that really, um, you know, make sure that everything is up to code with it's these salons. The, the, I mean, well, hairstylists. What I'll say is a lot of people have a learned skill right, and never worked in any entity other than that. So they really don't understand customer service. At all. And the least bit. But they're the ones that want the most, you know. Fucking rude. uh, You need to drop your hair off two weeks beforehand, all that type of shit. I need to do this. I need to do that. Well, you remember that time that the bitch had reached out to me the day of. (laughs) When I was literally in my car on my way to get my hair fucking twisted. I just told my friend that did my hair about that. Girl. And I was hot. Like, I had an event to go to the next morning. I was so pissed. Like, you know. Yeah. These bitches be trying it, so y'all better get it together. That's why, you know, ladies, if you can, learn how to do your own hair. Or find some, have somebody you trust. Yeah. Once you find a good hairdresser, hold on to that bitch like a fucking nigga with got, money. Yeah. Okay, don't let him, don't let her go. I'm serious, like, because it's hard. They are few and far between. Yeah, a lot of people do great work, but tarot, it's come with too much bullshit. Yeah, you need, it has to have, a, it has to be a balance. Yeah, sometimes it just comes with too much bullshit. So, let's get into our boss bay of the week. Okay, drum roll. Who was it? I don't know how to do that noise. <laughs> Is that it? Okay, rolling the tongue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, we we're going to give a shout out to my sister girl. Oh, my work daughter. Yes. Hey, work daughter. I love Naya, you. Our friend Naya. 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 She started a new business. It's called Yaya's Johnnyverse. Yes, yes, and yes. And she's a doula, and she also does um, Yanni Steam. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like herbal blends that can help your veg- vaginal health. Right. Like, so if you're, um, she has blends, like if you have very heavy periods, cramps, um, 
yeast infections, UTIs, if you've had an STI, all right. those type of things. The, the steam and the herbs help uh, clear your vaginal opening and all of the bad bacteria and stuff like that. Right. But I'm not really, you know, an expert, so y'all need to go follow her <laughs> on Instagram and ask her more Get questions. that nice Joni. Like, you know. I did buy some um, products, and I'm going to use it that week, this week. So if y'all want to I got to buy know, some now. I'm buying some this week. I get so, paid tomorrow. <laughs> period. <laughs> so if y'all want to know more about my experience, I'll let you guys know. Um, but, yes, y'all can find her on Instagram at yaya underscore yoniverse. So, Y-A-Y-A underscore Y-O-N verse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, So definitely. shout out to Naya. Reach and out to her. Congratulations. And it's and always good to clear that out. And if you're in like a virtual doula, because she's in um, another state. She's in Nashville, in the Nashville area. So if y'all want a virtual doula, doula, hit my friend up. Yeah, send her a DM. Definitely. Okay, and for our last topic of the day, we're going to get into the glow up. And this is where we kind of talk about things that we are experiencing, things we've realized as we gotten older, things that made us grow, or things that we see differently than when we were when we were younger. Right. And this week we're talking about life expectations. Right. Um, what about them? <laughs> well, bitch, you could have just said it. But um, no, I can me say and Natasha, it. I can say it. go ahead. Um, so basically, you know, I feel like as um, you grow up, you know, as a from a kid to a teenager, I'm a young adult. You know, we all have certain milestones and stepping stones that you feel like when you're a certain age, you should be reaching. You know, if it's you know by 21, I should have my career, I should have my car, I should have my house. Um, by 25, I need to have you know my husband or at least potential. And then by 30, I need to have like you know three kids and a picket fence. And what then you yours? know. I'd never had one. I just wanted to live by myself. I wanted a car. I wanted to be able to be financially secure, and I wanted to have my own space. That was all mine was. Yeah. What about you? I had, like, some sex in the city type thoughts. <laughs> like, you know what's funny? I never really had thoughts of, like, children and marriage, which, you know, I don't, I'm not Me married neither. and I don't have children. Right. But So I, I stood on that shit. But I always felt like... <laughs> I would live, like, in a condo, and I would have, like, all these different, like, I would have these rich men <laughs> quirking me and shit. You like, still can. Oh, I am. I'm outside this summer, can. so what's up? Exactly. If y'all see me at the Lowe's bar, mind your business. <laughs> but, um, no, I just really had, like, thoughts of, like, being successful. When I was younger, which is weird that we're doing a podcast now, but when I was younger, I wanted to do radio. Oh, I never knew that. I wanted to do radio. I wanted to write. I, all the things I'm starting to do now is shit I always wanted to do. Right. But as I got older, people were like, oh, there's no money in that. Or it's a dime a dozen and you need something practical. So I kind of just thought like, okay, well, that's so far out of reach. But now this year, I was just like, I want to do everything I wanted to do. I'm going right. to make all this shit happen. I always wanted to do radio. I used to listen. 
Like, what fucking girl my age at the time was listening to fucking Golden Girl and shit and Miss Jones and Wendy Williams all the time and, <laughs> like, really paying attention of what they're doing and uh-huh. knowing, like, all of these, like, gossip things that they used to talk about, like, blind items and, mm-hmm. you know, interviews that nobody else, Like, I know so much weird shit that right. it doesn't... Random shit. It doesn't suit me anywhere else in life <laughs> but this. And, you know... It makes great even conversation. I'm like... Small when, talk. Yeah, no. Because don't nobody give a fuck but you. <laughs> I was going to say, I give a fuck. I'll be wanting to um, But even, like, I wrote a book when I was, like, a teenager. I wrote, like, two books. Oh, wow. Like, I wrote about it. What? I took... It was about stupid shit. <laughs> it's terrible now. But I wrote it in, like, a composition book. Like, I just wrote it out. Like, I had chapters and everything. And I just stopped. I just fucking stopped. Why? Like, I don't know. I think I discovered dick. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> I just think, like, because I used to just be so bored right. that I just used to create shit all the time. But then I think, like, I started, you know, Get a little being distracted, outside dick a little bit distracted. more. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of, like, when I went to college, I didn't have time for that type of shit. Right. And, you know, but then recently I started writing again, so... That's a little tidbit yes, for y'all. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so happy, and I cannot wait until, you know, we get to the point where we're doing little excerpts, of you know, book. out of the book. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, some I can figure written. out how much is about some things I've told you about. Mm-hmm. I won't know. Yeah, I'm definitely it. using breaking into somebody's <laughs> fucking house and sitting on the porch. I'm definitely going to use that. What's it's, the statute of limitations on it? Like, <laughs> bitch. It, they oh, gotta figure it damn. out. Yeah, they, they gotta, gotta figure it out. I don't know nothing. Okay? We don't even know you niggas. So. <laughs> oh but, man, um, yeah, that's a, I'll that's just a good say, thing. Like, life, ex- I just learned not to have any expectations and just to live day right. by day. And maybe at that time when I was like going into college, I wasn't supposed to go on the radio at the time. I wasn't supposed to do a podcast because I wouldn't have met you. Right. Like, if I didn't go through the path that I went through, me and you would have never met, and we wouldn't be here today. Right. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And um, I also just feel like, though, with expectations, it puts so much pressure on you to um, get to the next step without enjoying the moment that you're in. You can't even, like, You don't get to enjoy. Right. So it's like we're always looking for, it's never, you're never satisfied enough with where you are because you always have this next goal and then you reach that and then say, oh, well, then it's always something higher than where you are. And then it's like, you know, you look back years from, from where you are and say, damn, you know, I really didn't really get to enjoy that time in my life as I could have or I should have because I was focused on what I didn't have. And now I'm always looking for what I can do to get that. And, you know, you didn't just get to bask in that moment. Like, just live for today. Tomorrow is not promised. I feel like a lot of us are so focused on so far ahead in the future and focused on things that don't matter. And you know what it always boils down to, in my opinion, is um, the the facade of the American dream. Right. And it's like, oh, well, if you acquire these material things outside of what you said about you being centered in self, that's a whole different type of uh, vibration and being satisfied and getting you to a milestone where you Mm -hmm. can just be happy and just be. Um, I feel like a lot of times when you focus on the material things, which is what our society is built off of, is, you know, financial things, monetary things. It's just what it is. You know, you... 
it takes away from the experience of what life is because God forbid, you know, you drop dead today or tomorrow and you're like, well, you know, damn, like I was always looking for the next day and the next day and I didn't even get to enjoy my life. Right. You know, I didn't get to en enjoy this experience and say, well, damn, you know, instead of saying, well, I'm you know, 33 and I'm not married with kids saying, thank God I'm, I got to see 33 because I seen on the news that a lot of people don't even make it to see 30. Right. They don't even get to make it to see 21. Like, right. it's weird to me when I watch stuff about like Tupac and them now and I'm like, damn, they, they was in their like 20s. 25, 26. I was a kid when that shit happened and I thought they were so old, at, well, mm -hmm. so much older and now I'm like, damn, they were babies. Yeah, I always <laughs> say that. I'm like, I was talking to somebody like, Faith Evans was a widow at fucking 25. That's so crazy. Like, a fucking widow at 25. Mm, mm, mm. And then you kind of expect people to stop living and stop moving and stop, you know, just put so many restraints and people be miserable. Yeah. Because all they had was, I got a good job, I bought a nice house, I got a nice car, I take care of my family. Right. But there's no substance in it. Right. You don't even know your individuality. You don't even know your fucking interests. Right. You know, you're just always... And then you can't even enjoy the people around you. You're not even enjoying your family because now you're so worried about, okay, so now I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make this happen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to be an entrepreneur now because all these niggas is entrepreneurs. And is. it's like, just do whatever makes you happy in a moment. Find what makes... Like me, I'm not where I want to be yet. Right. But I'm solid in who I am. Right. Like, I love DeAndra. I know DeAndra. Like, I That's know that I'm going to be able to achieve the things that I want to do. I know that when I focus, can't nobody fuck with me. Mm -hmm. You know, when exactly. I find my focus, when I focus on shit, it's going to take off. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, so busy on, like, reaching goals that, like, damn, do you even, like... Like, y'all be wanting to reach goals to show other people. Well, you know what? And, and with social media now, it's even worse because it's not even, it's just to for clout. Yeah. Like, now it's not even, you know, of realistic goals. It's like, oh, well, you see these YouTubers as millionaires in their early 20s, and they stunting on the gram, so then everybody's posing in front of other people's cars, going on trips they probably can't afford, living these lives on social media that's not even really the people that right. you're inspiring to be, and it's not who you are. And then people will be like, oh, for motivational purposes, purposes and it's like no 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 enjoy your shit mm -hmm. if you want to post it fine that's cool congratulations but right. enjoy your shit by yourself first exactly like enjoy your shit enjoy your fucking vacation enjoy your home enjoy right. like taking the fucking moment exactly. like even like even on the smallest thing like when i'm at parties and shit i really like to enjoy the party me too like, I really like to enjoy it. Like, I love to feel the vibe. I like to make memories. Like, I might take a picture. I might take a video of us taking shots or something like that. But most of the night is not making it on social media. Most mm -hmm. of my successes are not making it on social media. You know, none of my shit makes it. My food, yeah, my Yeah, it just night. doesn't. I don't sometimes, post anything. Like, sometimes <laughs> it's just not going to make it because I just want to enjoy the moment. Like, even relationships, like... Sometimes I just want to enjoy it mm -hmm. while it lasts. That's like, all it is for Like, me. just take in the moment, bask in the opportunity, and the, you know, if you are able to reach your goals, if you were able to reach, you know, the goals that you had for when you were 15, like, take that moment in and really 
just be happy in it. Mm-hmm. Don't just start looking for the next goal to reach. Like, really take the time and congratulate yourself. Like, look far back. Look 15 years ago where you were. Like, really take that shit in exactly. and really, like, be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop looking to be like, okay, I did that. That's not enough. I have to go do something else. Like, no. Take the time to really, like, acknowledge your success. Right. Like, and make sure you're doing things for you, things that you want to do, not things that other people put expectations on you. Right. Like, right. I feel like a lot of stuff, like, even with me, like, not doing what I wanted to do originally because other people were in my head. And these were motherfuckers that had nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> these were, and it go. was even some people that didn't even have a degree. <laughs> and I was fucking listening to them because they were fucking older. So they got to have a degree to critique you. No, but just telling me what to do with mine. <laughs> like, you don't even have one. You didn't even put in on this, my nigga. Like, why the fuck did I listen to them? Like, why didn't I just do what I wanted to do? But it's like, everybody had... Stop laughing. But it's like, I, I had to sorry. go through this shit because, like, on when would me and you would have ever met if I didn't... Get my degree in that bullshit and take a bullshit job. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about myself? I wouldn't even have worked there if it wasn't extenuating circumstances. Exactly. That we'll, we will definitely yeah, get well, into my job, at some point. Both of us, we started from extenuating circumstances. Mm-hmm. And we'll definitely get your ours. Yours is different than mine's, but we'll yeah. get into that one day whenever you want to. And at that time, though, just to piggyback off what you're saying... It was so bad, and this goes back to appreciating things, because it was, I thought I was getting out of something bad, and then I went from bad to horrible Mm -hmm. in that circumstance, and then, you know, this opportunity kind of fell in my lap with this job, and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever, it's not, like, I felt like I was in limbo, and then, you know, before you started, you know, a few months before, because I started, you started a few months after me, Mm -hmm. um... You know, people were cool, but I just felt like, oh, you know, here we go, another job. And then once we became cool and it was like, you know, like I said, you know, from the first of our our pilot episode, looking forward to seeing you come in. That's when I knew like, oh, I actually like going to work because I know I'm going to see her. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, and the day goes by fast. Yeah, it makes it easier. Even when we like, sometimes like we're not even talking, we're just getting work done and shit. Exactly. It just sometimes is great to be around a good vibe. Always. Always. Like, even if we're not talking, but that's, that's just to say, like, just protect your energy, protect mm-hmm. who you have around you. Like, mm-hmm. um, if you didn't reach your goals yet, just make sure that they're even your goals. Exactly. And just bask in the fact of how far you've come. Exactly. And I think a lot of times we don't really congratulate ourselves on how far we've come because we feel like we didn't reach our highest potential. And it's like, you don't have, like, whether you die today or tomorrow, you have far exceeded anybody mm-hmm. else's expectations. Right. You know, like, you've you've made it to this point. You've done well. You've done what you were supposed to do. And um, that's pretty much our show. That's what we thought this week. Yeah. And hopefully everybody can take something away from it. Yeah, I um, hope so. Yeah, so you guys can follow us on Instagram at JST Let It Glow. You can follow us on Twitter at Just Let It Glow, um, SoundCloud, Just Let It Glow, and um, um, you can follow me on at DeAndra Kiera on Instagram and on Twitter. 
Yeah. I, one day I'll put my, my Yeah, Natasha don't fuck with people like it. But <laughs> and I'll get into that another time. That's on Instagram if y'all want to fuck with the queen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as always, we hope you have a great week. We know that you're going to glow up this week from any situation. So yeah, we definitely. really appreciate y'all listening every week. And um, continue to tune in. We got some new things popping soon. Yes, we do. Okay, we love you guys. And enjoy uh, these these next couple of nice days. I think it's supposed to be really nice this weekend, right? Yeah, but be safe because niggas be tripping. Yes, Lord. All right, guys. Take care. Bye.